What's happening, everybody? Thanks for joining me again. It is Wednesday, hump day. What day is it again? It's hump day. Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. It's the podcast again, and we're back. I've been gone the whole summer, been trying to ride all summer. Uh, been coming up with material for the podcast the whole summer, but I figured I'd jump on and wing it tonight. Take a few notes, but it is what it is, right? A lot of craziness going on at work today. Man, I just had a little bit of action jump off before I came on to do the podcast at work. Had to make a few phone calls. A little bit of NYPD action. They found something on one of the dumpsters at one of our job locations, so use your imagination for that one. Let's just put it this way. It smells real bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, it's September 20th. I hope everybody's getting their last rides in. We got barely, barely two months of riding season. So if you ride, you need to get in there and ride. Get those two wheels warmed up, man. For real. I, uh... I want to say thank you to... Spotify for hooking up the podcast and being the host platform as always. I had a little issue with them, but uh, we got back on track. Uh, I thought I lost all of my content, but I was wrong. Everything was restored, so I'm happy. Happy, happy, happy. Um, so very special thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Spotify, formerly Anchor.fm, who is now Spotify Podcasts. So uh, anytime you want to jump on to Spotify podcast, start up an account. If you're a content creator, what are you waiting for? It's quick, fast and easy. Formerly anchor.fm now Spotify podcast. And you can find the Psycho Shack podcast anywhere. Spotify. uh, I'm even on uh, iHeartRadio. You name it. The show's on it. There's like maybe nine different platforms that I'm on right now. Uh, So, yeah. I want to say uh, thank you to Harris Heller, Stream Beats, for the music for the podcast. And that's, check them out on YouTube. That's Harris Heller at YouTube.com. Stream Beats by Harris Heller. I uh, contact the show at the Cycle Shack Podcast at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at the Cycle Shack Podcast. I want you to put down any photo of whatever motorcycle you got or any photo in general, you of your dog or any topic you want to talk about, throw it into the uh, Facebook notes or shoot me an email. It doesn't matter. This is a general talk podcast. I love motorcycles, but this is about motorcycles and then some. This is just a talk podcast. Uh, so, yeah. It's been an interesting summer. It was a quick summer. It was a short summer. Watched a lot of TV, did a lot of riding, but work kept me home. So I, uh, 
on my weekends, I tried to relax, so I'd get on the bike, do what I got to do, watch a lot of TV. A lot of good stuff this summer, man. Uh, just, just so, I mean, I, I'm hooked on Netflix, right? And, uh, you know, watching Netflix, but aside from Netflix, I watched this new show called Lioness. And it's with, uh, oh, what's her name, man? See, I hate that because I drew a blank on the on the name. Oh, crap. She's from, uh, I was going to say she's from Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld is that old Kevin Costner movie from the 90s. Um, she is in the movie Avatar. She plays the main female character. I forgot her name. Zoe Zaldana, I think her name is. She is one of the main characters on the show, Lioness on Paramount+. Plus. You got to check it out, man. It's about like a, a SEAL team or a special ops covert type of team. that they're, they're oh, You just got to watch it. It's crazy. Excellent show. I was disappointed that it only had eight episodes, but I can't wait for it to come back, and I hope it does come back. The question is, will Yellowstone be making it back? And I mean Yellowstone, not one of the spinoffs. The primary show that started it all with Kevin Costner, Cole Hauser, etc. Yellowstone, will that be returning back for the second half of season five and beyond? Right? It ended midway of season five and took a, they went on hiatus and never came back. So that remains to be seen, whether they come back or not. And I hope they do. You've been, I've been hearing all these rumors and, and, and reading all these articles, and you don't even know what to believe nowadays with fake news and all that. Um, you know, with Kevin Costner being too much of a prissy behind the scenes. I, I don't believe any of that BS. Um, I, I read a story that seemed to be more realistic, which was that he had filming of another show that conflicted with the series. It was a commitment to a show that he's doing that started a few years ago and it started filming a few years now and Yellowstone kind of put it at, you know, it was kind of at odds in the sense of his timing with filming the show because the schedule was too long. Apparently, you know, filming on a ranch, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, I guess, a rugged schedule. They had to transport horses every day from over 50 miles away. Um, they had to get a lot ready before they actually shot with camera footage. So that put them at months and months of being out there filming. And it was just killing his schedule. So, I mean, it is what it is. We don't know what's in the life of that, right? We're not actors. We don't know. We act, but we're not actors. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, a little bit disappointed because when I was away, I, uh, I listen to a podcast, right? I listen to various podcasts. I obviously listen to Joe Rogan, right? He's the king of podcasters. And I also listen to anyone associated with Rogan. Um, I listen to Tom Segura and his wife, uh, the uh, Your Mom's House podcast. I listen to the Joe Rogan Experience. I listen to my boy, Joey Diaz, <laughs> uh, Guano himself. And I was kind of disappointed because Joey went away. In the just before the summer, I want to say back in late May, he announced that he was going and taking a hiatus from the show. He didn't know if he was going to come back with the show. Uh, he didn't have enough to talk about, which I, I get it. I identify with that. I don't have as a successful show as him. I would love to, but you would say to yourself, you got a good thing going. Why would you stop? It's not that you want to stop. It's just sometimes you run out of content. 
You know, it, uh, not everybody's a monster like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan can have a guest on his show every single damn day. And if he doesn't have a celebrity guest, he'll have an MMA guest, one of his comedian buddies, et cetera, et cetera. So he always has someone that can open up a dialogue with him back and forth on the show. So it's, it's, I'm not saying that it's easier. It's just, it's become, looks like it's become second nature to Joe Rogan. But anyway, um, so Joey Diaz is one of my favorite comedians. I love his personality. Uh, he's larger than life. He reminds me of my old football coach growing up. And he went on a hiatus, didn't know if he was coming back. So I was kind of bummed out the whole summer, you know, and I started listening to the old shows that he would put on, that he would rerun like a rewind series. Then all of a sudden I jump on Twitter and I say, damn, we need Joey Diaz back. Lo and behold, the following week that I post that, he comes back on saying, hey, we got a new podcast and I'm back with Lee Syed, who was his co-host at the church of what's happening now, his original podcast. So they're back. They're both back. It's called The Check-In, but it's on the same channel on YouTube. Um, and it's the same, uh, the church of what's happening now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you want to find it or podcast platforms. It's the same show. Just follow it. And he's into, I think, his second or third episode with Lee Syatt, who's a great, you know, I don't want to say sidekick. I'll say co-host because Lee Syatt has become amazing as well. He's fun to listen to in his own right on his own podcast. But I got so happy because I get to hear my man, Joey Diaz, again, you know. I love it. I want to say I don't I don't follow American politics I say American politics because, you know, I love this country, and I know patriots are going to hate what I'm going to say. There's no buts. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I love this country, and I don't mean to insult anyone that's fought for this country because this includes the people that fought for this country should see it in somewhat of the same way I do. You fought and gave your blood, and there are soldiers who spilled blood for this country it is a great country but the government that we've had the last five to ten years is not a good representation of america i'm sorry i don't want to hear it but anyway i don't trust any politician i've made that clear i don't go with neither democrat or republican or independent i look at it as you know today we need a purge of the white house I don't mean a kill them all purge. I mean a purge of we need to fire everybody. We need to bring back the hardware store owner, the farmer who used to be a, a, a part-time mayor of a town who was a full-time farmer. You know, unless someone's in the trenches with you working alongside, getting their hands dirty, they don't appreciate shit. But today's politicians, you know, politics has become a full-time job, obviously, and everybody's out to make a buck. And the common interest is how can we get rich this week? And it's what's in their best interest, not in the public's best interest. You have politicians that try to make a difference, but a lot of them get a taste of things to come and they go another way. And I hate it. I don't care who it is. I don't buy into none of the bullshit at all. They're all crooks. And you know what? I, I after COVID, I stopped watching news. I really have. I have not watched any local channel news or or um, 
or a Good Morning America or uh, an America Today or uh, uh, ABC News World. I haven't watched any of that shit because I don't care what's going on out there anymore. There's nothing good of it comes of it. Nothing. Nothing. Everything you hear is horrible news. And what pisses me off is that they blame COVID. You know, I, I, I made a little spiel, a little rant on this this morning. This guy jumped on a TikTok or someone made a TikTok for this guy. I can't even say that this guy made it. But there was a guy spewing out some stuff. And, you know, granted, this stuff might have been embellished a little bit, talking about how, you know, our American government has us as slaves. We work all day, bust our asses, and give up, give them the, our money so that they can take it and throw it overseas to fund a war that we know really nothing about. But say it's in our best interest to fund three hundred, you know, billion to that war. Um, I'm kind of in agreement with that. We have shit going on here that we need to fix. We have no business throwing three hundred billion overseas to help anyone. Um, we have our own issues and our major issue in this country right now is, okay, my top two or top three would be number one, obviously employment. Number two, we need to make sure that our taxpayer dollars work for us 110%. An example, some way, somehow, we can throw $300 billion overseas but go to your supermarket shelves and check out a price of a nice ribeye steak. Some families, some some dads who work hard would like a beer. I mean, this this is now, I'm going to sound selfish by this, but this is after the family's taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a man on a Friday night likes to fire up the grill and maybe buy a few steaks for him and his family, char up some steaks and have a beer. When the ribeye steak costs $45 a steak, and it's not even an inch thick cut. Okay? $45 a steak. So if you got a family of four, <laughs> how much is that to feed them one steak per? Plus some potatoes on the side and veggies. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. The price of chicken, eggs, it's it's horrible. Our supermarket shelves the price is going up and the government is just doing nothing about it but saying it's inflation. It's not fucking inflation. How's it inflation? If it's inflation, we should be tightening our belts as a country, right? We shouldn't be throwing $300 billion and then going back to Congress like, like, like fucking Biden did a, a, a month ago. Going back to Congress asking for another few billion to hand off. You're out of your mind. You got Hawaii that's in trouble. That's our soil now. They're not getting the help they need. And don't forget that train derailment in, uh, what do you call that? In Pakistan, Ohio, I think it's called. There's animals dying in the forest. Fish are floating. Their water's toxic. Their land is toxic because of this train derailment and all these toxic chemicals on that train that they were hauling, spewed out all over the place. You hear nothing of that. Cleanup efforts. Funding for that to help those families there. Plus the poverty we have in this country, in general. It doesn't have to be in New York City in the ghettos. It's in middle America. 
It's in the cornfields of Ohio. Farmers can't be farmers anymore. It's ridiculous. There's nothing here for us. The the American public is always in harm's way, and our government's not there to help us. That's what I mean. So anyway, that's what pisses me off about politics, and I said it in my last podcast, whenever that podcast was in the beginning of the summer, it's gotten to the point that our government has a slick way of, and I get what this guy who was saying that our government enslaves us. They obviously can't enslave us, right? The comments to that were people were saying, well, this guy obviously has not traveled overseas. <laughs> well, no shit, Sherlock. I don't think he meant that we're literally enslaved as far as bondage, but we're slaves to our jobs to pay for all this overpriced shit. We get taxed out the ass, our tax money gets blown, and we have to sit there and take it. And yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what he meant by being enslaved. And 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 it just people just tried to educate the shit out of that comment and say this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Granted, I give it to you. The guy embellished it a little bit. But he's not it's not far from the truth. I got his point. Anyway, I sit there and I watch good friends. One time I went somewhere and I watched two friends talk to each other. Having a conversation on what's politics came up, they were screaming and yelling at each other, calling themselves idiots, calling idiots because they like different parties. Oh, you like him? How could you like him? He's a racist. Oh, you like him? He he's asleep all the time. It's it's ridiculous. You guys don't see the big picture here. It's the haves and the has-nots. It's got nothing to do with Democrat or Republican because they all shake hands and wheel and deal in the back end. That's just a show for us. But behind closed doors, they work together to solve the one problem. How do they line their pockets with cash? What's in their best interest for retirement? Et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, I'll leave that alone. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the news has just been crazy. The only news I catch is the news that I hear in the morning when we're getting the kids ready for school. I'll put on the local radio station to listen to some tunes. And, you know, they always have a quick weather, traffic, and, hey, what's in the news? Hey, today we found out that blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then listening to that, I found some, uh, I found something that uh, Florida man was arrested by the Coast Guard for trying to cross the Atlantic in a human-sized hamster wheel. What in the shit is wrong with people today? Let me see if I can bring this article up. Come on, system, don't fail me now. I thankfully got my uh, computer system going here in the studio. Don't ask me how, but she's a working. Your ad block has been updated, and this is being blocked. Great. Florida man's goofy attempt to run across the Atlantic turns takes a turn after a bizarre threat. Don't play. This is a story that's trying to play. Okay, don't play. I need the article. Okay, maybe I don't. All right, here we go.
This will be posted up on the notes for the podcast. Uh, according to a criminal complaint, 44-year-old Reza Baluchi is facing federal charges after he was rescued 70 miles off Tybee Island, Georgia, by Coast Guard officials. The marathoner was found on August 26 in his bizarre hamster wheel contraption and asked standard questions. Now, this thing looks like a bunch of uh, large floating devices that you would use on boats. It actually looks kind of safe, and it looks like it's made like an aluminum hamster wheel, and it's like a giant tube with two hamster wheels on each end. It has paddles, and it looks like he can stand up in that tube and jog because he's a marathoner. So he can jog, and that paddling effect sends him across the ocean. Anyway, based on the condition of the vessel, which was afloat as a result of wiring and buoys, the U.S. Coast Guard officers determined Bellucci was conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. Okay, the criminal complaint says. The manifesting unsafe vessel is a giant metal drum with inflatable buoys on each side and paddles that are powered by a runner inside. This thing looks wild. But it's genius because you can see it works. And he was doing it. He was inside of it running. When Coast Guard officials told Balducci they were cutting his voyage short, Balducci threatened to kill himself with a 12-inch knife if anyone tried to apprehend him. All right, there. He shut it down right there. (laughs) He's now going to prison. All right, that story took a turn for the worst, right? (laughs) The court, court documents say that this is not his first attempt to run on water in his hamster wheel. Officials said he attempted a similar voyage in 2014, 2016, and 2021, all which have ended with the Coast Guard intervention. He faces federal charges of obstruction of a boarding and violation of a captain of port order, whatever the hell that means. Anyway, that's the kind of shit I like laughing and hearing on the news. That's what I found. But uh, getting back to my rant about our government and spending money here. East Palestine, Ohio, train wreck. A story long gone. But Biden is asking for an additional $25 billion to give the Ukraine. After we've already given $135 billion. I said $300 billion, so I'll strike that. That's my error. I take that back. We've given $135 billion to the effort, and he's asking Congress for another $25 billion to aid them. Here's another funny article I found. Biden insists he's too busy to visit the site of Ohio train derailment disaster despite record vacations. Hmm. Hang on a sec here. So let me see if I can bring this up. Come on. 
This article's courtesy of the New York Post.com. <coughs> so, it's also giving me something live, not live, but recorded here. I don't want that to play on air. So, we will pause that. So, this was published September 3rd. Biden insists he's too busy to visit the site of Ohio train derailment disaster despite record vacations. Biden was asked why he hasn't yet fulfilled his March commitment to visit the Ohio village at a press conference Saturday in Live Oak, Florida during his short trip to view Hurricane Idalia's wreckage. I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine, Biden told reporters. There's a lot going on there, and I just haven't been able to break. His remarks came nearly a week after he finished off his family getaway in Nevada and some 211 days since the February 3rd derailment. The Post reported Saturday that Biden has spent 40% or 382 of his first 957 days as president on personal overnight trips away from the White House, taking more downtime than any of his recent predecessors. Well, I guess when you're that sleepy, you got to uh, spend as much time sleeping. <laughs> it's got a picture of him on the beach. Jesus. Anyway, it is what it is. He's the president. But at the same time, you've got an obligation, man. You got Hawaii you should have been checking out. You've got this uh, Palestine, Ohio thing you should have been checking out. But uh, I don't know. It's just wild. Again, this ain't a Biden thing, guys. I could care less who this was. The point is it's our president, regardless of who it is. I got one last thing here. Biden will attend commemoration of 9-11 with military families in Anchorage, Alaska, as he returns from a previously planned state visit to Vietnam on Sunday meaning he won't attend the solemn event in Lower Manhattan for the second straight year. So every president has managed to go to ground zero for the last 22 years, or 21. That's not going to happen now. So there you have it. I mean, uh, it's kind of sad. That's another reason why I didn't want to watch the news to hear all this stuff, what our president is or isn't doing. Nah, I don't know. I don't want to put a bummer on things. But anyway. On a better, much better note, we may want to look to uh, enjoying the last, what is it, month and a half of riding because, uh, yeah, the weather's been pretty decent. It's the summer kicked off on a, on a warm note. It's now cooled down since in the month of uh, September. It's been in the, what, mid-70s, mid to low 70s during the day. And in the 50s, sometimes upper 40s at night. So uh, take advantage, man, while we still got time. I normally go to November 1st. Hey, thanks for joining me. Check out the Psycho Shack Podcast on Facebook at the Psycho Shack Podcast. 
Send your emails to the Cycle Shack Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on all platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio. I said Spotify, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're also on Apple on Apple Podcasts. I was going to say Apple iTunes. That's what it used to be called. It's Apple Podcasts. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for giving me uh, your ear on this podcast. Have yourself a good one. Keep those two wheels down. We'll see you next time.